0: Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of Workday Pod with Nan and Ovi. It's season two, motherfuckers! Season two.
1: <laughs> I did. I did. Where you been all my life? Where
0: well, been, We just saw each other. Like
1: three they don't days. know that.
0: <laughs> You're right. My That's, bad. I'm messing up. up.
1: I'm right. Pulling sorry. pulling the curtain up. <laughs> I haven't seen you in weeks. What are you talking it's about? Been so long. <laughs> it's been like two months. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: being in the studio with no, you. No, so did I. So did I. Um, I got a, a text from Ovely. He was like, yo, we, we got to start recording. I miss that shit. And I, I was do. like, bet. Whenever do. you're ready, I'm I ready. Do. So I it's do. so great to be back here with you guys. Um, The summer. How do we end our summer, friend?
1: Where did, we, where did we leave off? We left off when you were oh, uh, talking about your you hot girl summer, Ugh, right? Our, oh, th- yeah, what's the next season? I've heard of oh. thoughtum. Is it thought? Of? That's what I've seen. I am not. I'm not. Are you hanging it up? Oh no, you're done.
0: I am. I do not think that I'm vote for this oh, shit. No. I just it's, it's been you hanging up the jersey already.
1: No I thought. Want,
0: of? I want my shit to be in the rafters though. Do I? Do I get to do that? We'll have a
1: retirement ceremony. We got you. <laughs> thank you. We got you. Thank she you, was a real you. one. You know, we're I gonna tried. see you out. <laughs> I tried so hard. No, but I I know I know that was hit or miss, and it was a lot Ugh. more misses than hits. Yeah. But But still, I still want to know what was the, what was, give me, give me three highlights of your summer.
0: Three highlights Three of Three highlights here summer. summer. Um <laughs> so uh definitely I would have to say starting at my new job. Yes. I really, really love the work that I'm doing, the organization that I work for. Mm-hmm. I love that my boss just lets me do whatever the fuck I want and that's she trusts me yep, yep. to just get my shit done. Mm-hmm. Um I finally feel like I'm at a place where there is real opportunity for me to grow in okay. my career. Right. Um and I feel supported and appreciated and all that good shit. So I'm really that's definitely a definite the a top highlight. Uh, you seem seven. a lot happier. I am fine. I will say that. Thank you. And you the know skin what? Is
1: glowing. When your pockets is laying You get when you want.
0: <laughs> 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 Nigga it just
1: does something to you. I don't know. I don't know. It <laughs> changes your whole your whole walk, your whole energy. Yo, I feel you on the that. The beginning of
0: twenty nineteen, my g, like. Oh, I, I know.
1: I it know. Was, it was hard. But it was here hard. we are. You
0: the Lord. Here
1: we are. The Lord. Here we are. And it didn't even take a I full year. Said. It did it. Year's not even out, oh, and you're in a whole different, whole completely different space. different space. Yep. What's number um, two?
0: Number two, I had an amazing, so My best friend Lindsay was out they here. Not
1: best friends? Do they all know that you call them best friends? They do, and they're fine some, with some, it. I know some of y'all ladies ain't in uh ain't kind to that.
0: Oh, having multiple bests. Yeah,
1: God forbid you say that in front of a, in front of one of the. Oh other ones. no, they all know. Oh, they all know. They all okay. the best
0: know. <laughs> the bests know each other. Okay. And they know, you know. All right. It's a respect thing. They understand. Okay. Um, but yeah, my best friend from college, Lindsay, came to New York. She lives out in L. A. So she was here for a little bit, and. Uh, so it was kind of me, her, and Marquita were running around freshman year.
1: Okay, um, ripping and running, ripping
0: and running, and so we Those had pace a- pace <laughs> hallways, fucking <laughs> it up, <laughs> and we had an amazing night, just oh. a really great night um, when she came to visit over the summer. So that's definitely a highlight. Okay, of of the summer, and then even though mm-hmm. I I crashed and burned in my dating escapades, uh, I do have okay. to say thank you. Okay. I've learned a lot from the experiences with all of the men that I met this summer.
1: Okay, um, right. and so I will
0: that. I will take that as a highlight, mm-hmm. and and you know transition that into how I move forward. And you
1: and I guess I think the most important part, or the way <laughs> I like to me. look at dating sometimes, did you learn more about yourself and Absolutely. what you need and Absolutely. what you like and what you don't like? Yeah, all I, all that stuff. All of those things. Okay,
0: <laughs> I was with a gentleman this week.
1: A gentleman. I
0: was okay. Gen- and gentleman caller. I, I just y'all like what the uh so the thing was I remember um there was a book that my mom wanted to buy me about like men liking bitches, and I was like, "Oh, that's so that's that's not a thing." Aggressive. Right.
1: Exactly, <laughs> but like that but was the title of the I book. I think so. Who wrote
0: that? I don't know some white woman. I'm sure. Oh, okay. I'm
1: sure. Oh, now that does sound a little familiar. Now right. I have to talk about it. Okay. And I
0: was like, I don't first of all, I don't want to be a bitch, yeah, unnecessarily, I mean and then like, ill, that's not a thing. Yeah. But like, I do think that men like women who assert themselves." Who know themselves and are not intimidated by th- their man thing
1: okay if that I makes sense i can see sense. that i can see that yeah
0: like when i talk my shit and like i i mean it and it's not like and you can't walk over yeah, 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 me yeah. for whatever reason that's very endearing
1: mm-hmm. to at least the
0: men that i've been meeting
1: yeah and okay. I,
0: I i'm like i would rather just be really nice to you but they don't want that
1: but oh and you being stepping into I don't know what to call it I don't either but whatever we're calling it is is that you or do you feel like you're putting on an act
0: I think for so long I've because and I didn't want to start talking about boys because I've decided that I'm not doing that anymore (laughs) but (laughs) I think that for so long because of the lack of engagement that I've had with men it was always like when I do find a man that I like who likes me mm-hmm. like I need to really like cherish this I thing see. And I protect see. it's like it. a scar- scar-
1: scarcity absolutely. thing absolutely and like, then like who knows well, how exactly. long this will be and so here. like
0: I need to like bend over backwards yep. and do everything yep. that I can yep. to make him know that I care about him mm-hmm. and I think that a lot of that overwhelms Mm -hmm. people. And so now I'm just like, I don't I don't wanna think that I don't need you, but like I'm good.
1: Yeah, I'm good. I'm a fully realized person, independent, doing my thing. And if you
0: can come through tonight. You're additive. You're an addition. A thousand percent. And I think that having that mindset has really um it's taken a lot of pressure off of me. That's good. And then also for them it's like now they are trying to vie for my attention and my affection and I don't think that I gave people the opportunity to do that because I was so scared of losing that.
1: Got it. Got it.
0: So that's kind of, so it's not like I'm pretending that I don't care but I'm just focusing on my other shit and I'll check in on you every once in a while and you're checking in on me and we'll hang out when we can hang out and if we don't, it's also fine cause I'm good
1: that's what's up healthy attachments I'm a big advocate is that what it's called for healthy attachments Yes. I'll take
0: that yeah so that's where I'm at
1: I mean that'll be a whole other episode but a lot of what we (laughs) think of as like endearing like good qualities in relationships when you break them down a lot of them are based in like unhealthy attachments sure but again that's another another episode for another day day. (laughs) exactly (laughs) exactly
0: but how about you friend top three
1: top three of
0: 2019
1: I caught a wine earlier this summer that I still think about. <laughs> I was so confused for a second. Like, what is he talking
0: about? Yo, I
1: Yo. hate and love you all at the same time. <laughs> Yo. Oh, man. Like, I, I... Yo, bro. Where
0: was this?
1: We ain't gonna say all that. Oh, no, you can't tell
0: me if it wasn't at an event. It was an event. It, okay. was an event. Okay. it was an event. It
1: was an event. But... <laughs>
0: Keep your secrets. <laughs>
1: I'm, a, I'm a private man. Okay. I, I try okay. to be. This is a podcast, um, motherfucker. Uh, we'll get into that, too. I'm ins- I said way too much season one. Oh, Lord. Way too much. No. But anyway. Nah, man. Like... Yeah, it was just a whole vibe. Yeah. It was a whole vibe. And it was funny. I was talking to my friend Jambi. Me and her joke about this a lot. And I, I want to know your take on it. Me and Jambi are convinced that summer 2016 was just, like, the best summer of all time. Summer
2: 2016. Because, like, when I think of
1: summer 2016, I was just, I was living my best life. Hella parties, catching all the wines, yeah, and the music was great. That was, that was the controller summer and the work, work, work oh, summer. oh. That whole summer was a vibe. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I was, I was mildly in these streets. A little bit, a little bit, a little bit. But that,
1: that, that, took me right back to that. Yeah, <laughs> okay, it was so a little, we, did we, little did we, bashment situation. It was, yeah, it was a vibe. Did it was we? A vibe.
0: Did we? You know, exchange numbers with this young lady. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah no, I, I knew her. You, her? Yeah, oh, okay, yeah, okay. I didn't meet her there. I, got, I knew her. It, got it. gotta, it. gotta. But oh. I, I so wasn't she ready. Something I did, she she, she had something to I, yeah, I didn't know she was doing all that. Uh huh. Yeah. She was
0: like, oh, nigga, you forgot. Yeah. Let me remind you real bro,
1: quick. Bro, bro.
0: <laughs> The face that you're Yo. making right now,
1: y'all can see. Holy, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I had a text her a couple weeks ago, like, like we need to run that back. <laughs>
0: the summer is not over. Let's do
1: that again. Right. Let's do that again. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So that's 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 definitely got to be up there. I to. That you. shit was real. That shit was real. Um, number two, uh-huh. the Burner Boy concert.
0: Oh, you went! I did. Okay,
1: it was amazing. I heard it so was many amazing. great things. It was, yeah. it was, it was, a, it was also a vibe very much, and it was beautiful to see. Um, because that's right in my neighborhood. That's probably like 15 minutes from my apartment. It was just great to see all that black energy, and uh-huh. especially like African energy. Yeah, it, you felt it. You saw the Nigerian flags, the Ken- you know, John. I was out there with Jambi. You saw the Kenyan flags, Ghana. Every everyone was out and just Reppin. showing each other love. Oh, that's awesome! And he killed it. He killed it. I've never seen him perform uh, before, but he need killed before. Me neither. I need to it. go to one. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that new album is, is amazing. Is it's amazing. Is really and great. he performed a lot of songs from, or a few songs from the new album, a lot of his older hits. Uh-huh. It was dope. Nice. It was, everyone singing along. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was dope.
0: Oh, was great. Like, I didn't get my invitation, but you know, that's fine. What? Maybe we no,
1: there's do that no next way. Time. I feel like you were out of town or was something. I, I don't you know. You see
0: how he makes up stories? It's oh, fine.
1: No.
0: <laughs> But Bronx, that's they, out of town. Shut the fuck. We're not doing this in season two.
1: That's not out of town. No, that's not outside the city limits. Uh, oh
0: my god. Anyway, number three. What was number three?
1: Number three, similar to you, similar to you. I, I met, I met, um, I met some pretty dope women this summer, just mm. from like the on the dating mm-hmm. on the dating side. Don't do okay. all that. Mm-mm. Um, <laughs> and this was my first time, like dating, dating for like. Probably almost two years. Oh
0: wow! Okay. So
1: I, there was a lot of like not apprehension. I was a little nervous, like going back into the quote unquote, you know, dating, dating pool. Scene. Yeah. Um, yeah, some hits, some misses. <laughs> But overall, I'm just grateful for the women I got to come across and interact with, me. and yeah, yeah, yeah. uh huh. If I stole that from you, why are you doing all that?
0: I, you know, I just don't, don't, do don't know how that. much I can comment, so I'm not going to. There but you you, go. you, you had a wonderful summer. No, don't brother. do that.
1: See, don't <laughs> do that. This is how you spread myths about me. Don't do that. Me? Yeah,
0: absolutely not.
1: Paying my taxes, Oop. going to church, Oop. reading my Bible—that's what I do, ladies okay. and gentlemen.
0: That's what he's. Anything saying. else If you want to real real, slide me a couple fifty. <laughs> I said my, my Anything
1: my cash else hear is a lie. Anyway,
0: um, um and you another really great highlight was being on the Around the Way Carl's true, podcast. True, true, that true. was so much fun. That was a lot of fun. Um, connecting with Antoinette. Um, And on that, on the very first episode that we did with her, we kind of was introducing ourselves to her listeners and um, kind of explaining some of the things that we do outside of our nine to fives. Mm -hmm. And I realized that we never really had that conversation with y'all. And so I think that's what we're going to be talking about today, kind of just what Obi and I do when we're not on these mics.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, do you want to start? And i would say
1: even more than what, I'm sure people know I take pictures and I'm sure people know that you make beautiful clothes. And But I'm sure there's other stuff that we do too that oh, maybe yeah. people don't know have about. Have no idea about. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Like maybe you play the ukulele or maybe you... I don't do
0: that, but I do other
1: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you're a gymnast. You never know. You're
0: absolutely Might right. Might be giving
1: Lizzo a run for her money. Oof, Luke, no,
0: we're going to leave people, Luke, let flutist. they have them things. Okay. Let <laughs> them have them things.
1: So let's start there. The, okay. There, the, because, and I, I know I feel like I had this conversation with you um a couple days ago. Like just the, the word itself, creative.
0: Ooh. Okay. okay. What,
1: what do you What are your thoughts when you hear that?
0: I don't. <laughs> I'll be always. Are like, you
1: a creative? Let's start I, there.
0: I have, I have creativity. Okay. I don't know that I'm a creative, quote unquote. And why is that? I think that.
1: Or how are you defining that? Let's right. before I skip steps. I, well, so the what's thing a is like I feel
0: like maybe within the last f- five or six years, that word has been like just mass. Like it's been used by all of the masses, and everybody's a creative, and everybody does. Everybody has a side hustle, and everybody has a blog or a podcast, or mm-hmm. they're on YouTube, or and I love that shit. Okay, I love that we there is opportunity now for people to kind of explore different outlets yep. of themselves i don't know that i would i think when you when i hear the word creative quote unquote like i just instinctively like eye roll yeah, yeah. and i don't know that that's something that i want to be a part of because it do it, not
1: ascribe this this is, your, this is not I, his favorite I don't phrase am, I don't <laughs> she's
0: ascribe, not a
1: millennial apparently. i'm not a millennial i'm a week older than her she's absolutely a millennial <laughs>
2: Why don't you let me
0: have things? I
1: don't I so you, don't want to have You also that. don't ascribe to creative I get that I, though. I, just think, I get that though, a little bit. I
0: don't know. Like I think that when somebody says I, I would never I I'm a fashion designer.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I am a very talented designer. Thank you, that. baby. Mm-hmm. I like I I I'm very tied to the things that I do. Okay. I don't I would never be like, oh, I'm a creative. Okay. I don't I that seems like very uh pompous. It's a little like
1: You know what it is icky. for me? It's just starting to feel like when people call themselves influencer. Yeah, like, like every time I hear the word influencer, <laughs> I will like,
0: Yeah, cuz I would never no. tell. I Even if never... I
1: was one, don't I wouldn't go by that.
0: I would never say to somebody that I that I am influencer. Yeah. Like I, it, it it's, it's it's a little icky.
1: L- a little bit. It's a, a little, little icky. Bit. I still I still I still describe myself that way. I still say that I'm like you, m- much like you said, I'm a creative person. Right. But I... I and I'm sure I've probably told people I'm a creative, but now it's starting to feel a little like... And I think it's just because it's been co-opted by folks who so are man, just, yeah. you know, maybe just wearing it as a as a label. It's a cool thing. Right. You know, right. I I shot a YouTube video, so I'm so a creative now, exactly. Now. Yeah. And
0: that's the thing, too. It's like, it's also kind of hard because what does that even really mean? Mm-hmm. That you are a quote-unquote creative. Mm. Like... Can somebody who is really good at Excel, are they creative? <laughs> you know, but like, no I hear what you're say you, you know you say saying. saying. Like, does it, I feel like it's a pocket of people who maybe don't have, who are living outside of the the realm of like your typical nine to five. Mm-hmm. um Like, that's a way for them to kind of have a job title.
1: You know what it is for me? that i uh, Maybe I was, and this just popped in my head as you were talking. I think for me, maybe what, is distinguishes those people who are kind of co opting and, and people who actually are creators. Uh-huh. I think it's the investment.
2: Ah, okay. Like you Ooh, know okay. people who yeah. are
1: invested yeah. in their craft. Yeah. They're putting in blood, sweat and tears. They're they're staying up late nights. Yeah. They're losing sleep, you know, and I, the, when the 9 to 5 is done, they're doing their 5 to mm-hmm. 9. Mm-hmm. They don't have weekends. Mm-hmm. Like that's someone who I who I feel like is invested in their craft. Right. That's someone who I wouldn't feel uncomfortable calling creative but the people who are just like fly by night Mm -hmm. like wearing it just like as a cool thing almost like that's where it's like, uh. and
0: I think that there's so many of the latter that you just described. Yeah. And so like the people who like you look saying, a, a little, Not, bit. I mean, and, and that's why I don't ascribe to it because i, I that's, that's not me. That's yeah. y'all. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I'm living my little box of the mm-hmm. things that I do. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to let you guys talk about how creative you are and how cool you guys are because you're creatives. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't, I, that's the things that I do that, um, are my creative outlets are things that are that I I do invest in yeah, that are incredibly in passionate about yeah. and whether people knew that I was doing them or not would be things that I was doing. Yeah. I feel like when you're like oh I'm a creative it's like it's about being seen. It's see, about yeah. people knowing yeah. about you and that's important, <laughs> yeah, that's up. That's visibility that's very is very important, important, but it's not like, again, like I would still be making shit and sewing and all that kind of stuff, whether people yeah. do about it or like not. are
1: like basically, are you doing it for the likes and the follows? That's it and 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 even are you doing it for the check? That's, that's great yeah. when you're getting a check. yeah, but would you still be doing it if, if it money was, a, was not involved a at all percent and that would weed out like, Millions. Yeah. Of people. <laughs> a huge percentage. Of yeah. People. Cause a lot yeah. of people are just out here for the check. Yeah. They know or
0: because I see somebody win doing it. Exactly. And so like, Let me see if I can get exactly.
1: in that lane. Exactly. And
0: I think that's the hard thing for me because I am, I am someone who is rooting for everybody. And I, I tell all of my friends, you know, what, should, what do you do outside mm. of going to work every day? Mm-hmm. Like, your hobbies can become side hustles, um, things that you've always, I feel like we've all instinctively have something in us that we've always want, like a passion project or something that we, we know that we can do really well yep. that can kind of turn into something else. My grandmother always used to tell me that <clears throat> it's important to have multiple stream, streams of income. Shout
2: out and, to, <laughs> shout out to grandma. And that's
0: always kind of live with me. Yep. And so, yes, I get my check from, mm-hmm. you know, my mm-hmm. employer, but, I can. I'm telling you, Excel is not that shit. some oh, no. people do not have are no, not well versed.
1: If no, you
2: Excel can get somebody
0: exactly,
2: a thing, or you're
0: no. a really great writer and you want to, yeah. you know, help people, you know, you know, work on that for or sure. anything, especially like,
1: in our gig economy, exactly. Now. Yeah, you can make a thousand make money percent. Off of whatever. And so
0: I'm always trying to tell my best friends like what what can we do for you on Let's the side? Put you like on. she loves to like I'm in events. She loves to help me plan things. We are always hosting things together. Who's and, this? My best friend. She oh, is. okay, okay. And so I'm just like, well, sis, let's figure let's out a way this to do for this you. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. you are really good at this thing. Yep. You're very organized. You like doing this. Yep. So now we kind of we have a little. Well, she, I'm really letting her kind of push onto, and of course I'll support her anyway yeah, that yeah. I can. But like now she's starting to do her like a little event rental thing. So it's like I think that there are. I love that there's opportunity now for people to just do. Yeah. But I think what you're saying is. Are, are, are you doing this because you care about it or mm-hmm. are you doing this because everybody's doing it mm-hmm. and because everybody's doing it maybe now it's more attainable for you and so why not put your hat in the ring mm-hmm. like that That the diluting of yeah. these that, industries I like that word. Is, it's, it's, is something that diluted. I do it scares me because I feel like especially when it comes to fashion and I know that we'll kind of get into our stories it's like I went to school for this. I've spent so much money to be really good at the stuff that I do. And so when you see designers who are selling things for exorbitant amount of money, but the quality is not good and all Mm. that, like, you just make us all look bad.
1: Well, one thing I'll not correct you on, but one thing that I always try to do... And because that is something I've come up against in the creative world uh-huh. is there are certain elements of it that are very ivory tower. Like, OK, I went to this school and I got <laughs> this fancy degree. Sure. I think the beautiful thing about art or about any creative um, is you outlet, you don't need that.
0: You I'm not saying that you don't. I hear what you're saying because I was making clothes prior to going yeah, to school. Yeah, yeah. But I knew that if I was going to invest
2: mm-hmm. you in had this to thing, become more and educated. exactly, in it and,
0: yeah. and there is there's a difference, a huge difference in the things that I was making before I went to FIT mm-hmm. and the way that I create things now. Mm-hmm. And I think that if you are ever going to sell your service to somebody, it should be top notch. No, the absolutely. The best that it Quality can possibly is, be. Yeah. And like I get really giddy now when my shit is clean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and people who I've made things for in the past know you can tell the difference. Can
1: see your progression. Absolutely. Yeah. And so
0: like it's it's always hard for, and especially because I feel like a lot of people there are a lot of designers who don't know how to turn on a sewing machine, who've mm-hmm. never sat behind one. Mm-hmm. Like so it's very important for me when I'm doing the work that I'm doing, that I'm showing the process of it and that, you know, that Nana is actually creating your garment because I can sketch something and write specs down and get it sent out to a seamstress and have somebody sew it for me and then sell it to you. Yeah. But it's very different when
1: you were I'm doing the, the fittings process. and
0: I, exactly. So like all of that kind of stuff to me just, um, it shows the level of investment that somebody has in this thing that they're doing yep. even with photography you know like i can pick up a, a camera tomorrow and start mm-hmm. taking pictures it's going to be very different than the quality of work that you do mm-hmm. because you've taken the time to kind of learn this skill set you're part of a collaborative mm-hmm. group of you know like all of those things matter
1: no for sure but i but and you're right i and i agree with you but what's what is always not a struggle but what i always try to balance that out with is i always try to democratize the whole notion of creativity because sure. i feel like a lot of us feel like it's something that only other people are
0: no you're where right. we all you're right.
1: have different things that stimulate us Absolutely. that interest us that excite Absolutely. us it's just a question of how are you digging deeper when you find that thing that makes you happy when you find that thing that you find yourself daydreaming about. Yeah. Are you tapping into that? Yeah. Are you taking it that next yeah. extra step? Maybe, maybe this is started, something that started when you were in high school yeah. and maybe you weren't paying attention class and you were doodling in your notebook and you were drawing and then maybe you just kind of let that go and you never went further with it. You know what I mean? Just stuff like that. Like I think I always try to encourage people to tap into their creativity. For
0: sure. And I don't, yeah, I'm, I, there's nothing in me that's saying that like, um, you can only be this thing once you have this degree and this certificate. No, I know. But some people like that. do it. That. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, that. That's what I meant about Absolutely. the ivory
1: tower. Absolutely. In all of the Absol- different That's, spaces, whether yeah. it's theater or art or photography. Sing- or Anything.
0: That. Yeah. 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 There, there are people the who are just naturally talented yeah. who don't need any assistance mm-hmm. in like, you know um refining that talent um and i i i like again i love the opportun- the opportunity that we have now to even try these things mm-hmm. i think that that's a really beautiful thing i just think that like if you are going to pursue this thing that the level of investment, I think is that's something that I'm really tied to because mm-hmm. I know how important, at least it is for me that whatever I produce is above head and shoulders above oh, for anything sure. that Careful I can. Capricorn energy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <I, I, I laughs> Preaching to the choir. Essentially. So Essentially. you've mentioned a little bit about, about, um, you being a designer. Why don't we jump into that? Tell us a little bit about, uh, Yerenchi. Yes. When I first read it, I thought it was Yorenki.
0: Yep, everybody does.
1: But I f- I'm sure you corrected me. I
0: did. So tell, <laughs> t-
1: tell us a little. Tell the good people a little bit sure.
0: about that. Sure. Um. So. Um. My gr- this all started with my grandmother. Mm-hmm. Um. Who same was,
1: one from before?
0: Same one from before.
1: The one you said gave you like you should have multiple streams of income. Yes. Okay. Yes.
0: Right. Yes. 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 Um and she was a seamstress. Okay. Um, and so growing up, I've always like, she used to make things for my mom, the women in my church, my godmother, all that kind of stuff. And so seeing, I think seeing somebody create things out of these reams of fabric, Mm -hmm. um, having somebody do custom pieces for me was not; it wasn't a foreign concept because I've seen that my entire life.
1: Oh, okay. So even from when you were young, yeah, she was making I mean, clothes and stuff Literally,
0: we were, I mean, that was the babysitter. That's where everybody okay. took their kids. So we were always there on the weekends and like she would be sewing things or having fittings with people mm-hmm. and it was our job to kind of like pick the pins out of the guard. Like once we like sweep the yep. living room, pick yep. the pins out or, um, you know, if she couldn't the measuring tape was too, like she couldn't reach an area, like we would have to help her and all that kind of stuff. So I was always around. You guys
1: were the little helpers. Exactly. We okay. were always
0: around that stuff. And um being a bigger girl when I was growing up, she would make things for me for like uh graduation and junior prom and prom and all those kinds of stuff. So like we were always in collaborate we were working together because I would draw my little sketch of my outfit. Um and I was I've always been somebody who I'm not going to say that I was artistically inclined but I was always drawing something. Okay, I was always coloring in a coloring book. Oh, why
1: are you shying away from that? That is or how's that not I mean, how's that not artistic? I don't think inclined? that like
0: I think that yes you're right I'm not saying that like I was like a, this natural artist okay but like I always was drawing yeah,
1: gotta start somewhere. Yeah. Yep.
0: yeah um, I remember like drawing <laughs> the the outfits from like music videos or like just kind of using that as like a, be- a benchmark to kind of make things for myself mm-hmm. um, and so Every time, like, uh, an event would come up and I knew that I couldn't find the types of things that I was looking for in the traditional department stores, I would draw things and my grandmother would kind of work with me to, like, create these pieces. Got it. Um, and so it wasn't until maybe uh, college, sophomore year, 2007... It was like the height of skinny jeans season. Mm. And I was literally tapering the bottom of my pants, like jeans that I had already owned and like sewing the hems with my, with like hand sewing them. Yep. Um, and it looked gross. It was raggedy, but, <laughs> but it, okay. you got the aesthetic. You saw the vision. Exactly. And I was like, there has to be an easier way for me to do this. Yeah. And I was like, I just need to get a sewing machine, and I literally only wanted to get a sewing machine so I could taper all of the ankles of my jeans, so mm-hmm. I could have skinny jeans. Because got it. the skinny jeans at like Lane Bryant and New York and Company and Tori, like it just didn't like they didn't gather the right way.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, it didn't accentuate.
0: It, did, it didn't. It the, was like it was still figure. baggy. I was like, okay. what the fuck is this? <laughs> not a skinny <laughs> jean? Why is there so much room in my ankle? Yeah. Um. So I went to the local mall. There's a Target in the White Plains, and I got my. I think my machine was like 70 something dollars okay. cuz it was around Christmas time. And I went straight to my grandmother's house. They sell
1: this is not shade. This uh-huh. is like I've never seen a sewing machine in the store. Did you what store was that? This
0: a Target. T-
1: yeah? yeah? They have
0: them? I mean okay. there was one this day. All
1: right.
2: All
0: right. And I got it. Okay. Um and so I went from White Plains, I went all the way to the Bronx to my grandmother's house, mm-hmm. so she could help me like thread, learn how to thread yep. my machine. Um, and she was so excited because like none of her kids, so okay. <laughs> so she was so happy yes. that one of us finally picked someone up someone
1: in the bloodline, picked up the mantle. Keep this going. <laughs>
0: she was giddy. It That's was like probably up. the cutest I've ever That's seen her. Up. And she was like showing me like um you know how to double fold uh, your hems and like other mm. little stitches. And she gave me like a bunch of fabric and was like just have a good time. Yes, and that was it.
1: And real quick, before you go on, because you mentioned that this was in college. So mm-hmm. were you in school for like fashion design? No.
0: I went to Pace. I have a uh, a BA in political science.
1: That's what I thought. I was like, wait, I thought she was <laughs> yeah. a future politician.
0: Yeah, I wanted to. A professor to, or something. I, the goal is eventually to be somebody's congressperson. Hey, it still you, Exactly. Yeah, yeah, a lot yeah, yeah, of yeah. these motherfuckers don't do shit till later yeah, anyway. So I was story. like, let me just.
1: All right, so i yeah, the no, quick aside, I was I, just yeah, wondering. I, yeah. The
0: intent was for me to go to school and change the world and fashion kind of just found me. Got it so um based with all the extra fabric that I just got from my grandma I just started making things I was like essentially a skirt is two pieces of fabric mm-hmm. tied together the waist true to when measure. you think about it and that's it. it yeah um and so I was making I was making things mm-hmm. and they looked aesthetically uh, on the outside they looked wonderful mm-hmm. in Internally, I would never. <laughs>
1: I'm, a lot going on I'm behind so I'm so sorry scenes. for
0: myself. <laughs> <laughs> like, the shit was raggedy. Oh, it was boy. so bad. It was oh, so bad. Boy. And I still have the very first piece that um, I remember. I This was junior year, and I was um, applying to be an NARA. And a part of the interview was to bring something that represents you and i had made this skirt and a vest and that was the thing that i wore to the interview Mm -hmm. and that was also my kind of like show and tell project and um and i found that piece maybe three months ago and i was like i need to throw this away but like everything inside of it. i can't let it go that's the humble beginning. exactly because you need that it's so bad it's so bad it's so bad so yeah so i just started making things for myself kind of things I've always wanted to wear Mm -hmm. things that I could never find in the store and um, and then friends were like can you make something for me? I want one of those and I was like I don't know. You're not gonna want this, <laughs> but okay. And <laughs> well, like, at
1: that point, did people know that you made it? Or were they asking like, "Yo, where'd you get that?" Everybody and then was you asking, would tell them, "Was
0: like, where'd you get it?" And I was like, eh. "I
1: made it." Yeah, but like,
0: it was it was like something that I didn't really. It wasn't like Owned I was out fully. here yeah, in yeah, the yeah. streets like, "Yes, bitch, uh-huh. look at my skirt that I made." Like, no. <laughs> okay. Um, but I was like, I'm. It's not gonna be good, but it's gonna look cute. And right. So I was making things for like my mom and a couple of my friends in college. And
1: were you getting paid at this point, or were you just I, j- just making them? for I, them?
0: I th- If I was like, just cover, they might throw
1: you like cover the ten fabric. Okay. Yeah. All, right. All, right. all right, It
0: was It was I was. It's so a labor of love. Making at a this grip. Point. Not at yeah. all. Not at all. <laughs> okay. Not at all. Okay. Um. Yeah. And so then a couple of friends of mine were like, Nana, like you're really talented. Like we should. You don't like let. You know, a don't stop downplaying this shit, but like also mm-hmm. don't just throw this away. Don't think about this thing flippantly. And so when I graduated college, I was like, okay, well this I now have time because I didn't I didn't get a job right after school to go to back to school <laughs> and figure mm-hmm. out what what I want to do with this fashion thing. So that's when I did the certificate at FIT. Huck Couture, and um, and I started interning at a couple of you know fashion houses and working fashion week and um, doing a lot of, of um fashion production work, um, okay. Which was really it was really insightful for me to kind of know what I don't want,
2: mm-hmm. um,
0: and what I do want, and the the role that I want to play when it comes to fashion, um, and so I th- it was like maybe. I was like three classes away from my certificate. And I was like, I feel really good about where I am with my fashion. I feel really good with the education that I have now. I I want people to know that this is a thing that I do, that I really care about, that I'm taking seriously. Um, and so <laughs> the only way to do that is to have a show. And so 2015, that entire year, I worked towards the first Uranchi show. Okay. And at first, I had so many names for my my collection my line but nothing really felt right
1: okay Also, um, oh, there was a few ones yes earlier iterations uh, earlier names it was, it was bad okay
0: it was so silly um so how'd you
1: settle on on Yurenchi?
0: so Yurenchi is um my father's surname it's also my my middle name is Chua,
1: mm-hmm. which is
0: the and the base of it is Yuranchi okay um and so i was like this is something that a it's it's me. It's my family. Oh, for sure, yeah. Um, my father had passed away in 2012, and he was, like, the flyest motherfucker I've ever met. Oh, he's one of them African Just daddies. Just killing the game. Just, uh, like, all the fun oh, fabrics, exactly. the colors, when going a little shopping, chest out.
1: Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I, I know the type.
0: Hair pop. Uh, yeah, i Like, seen you could tell this motherfucker <laughs> anything.
1: I have uncles like that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, knowing that he was never going to be able to see mm. this... This thing that I love so much and see, you know, how far I was able to take this thing. And like he he's somebody who's always had like a really a huge entrepreneurial spirit. Mm -hmm. And like he kind of started a T-shirt line when I was younger. Mm. And so, like, it's just so funny how these things kind of
1: Connecting. connect. Yeah, and so yeah. I was like,
0: in a way, to kind of honor him and and take him on this journey with me. It was like, let's you know, let's do this thing that's so much me, but so much him. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's how Yuranchi in in its in its title was born. Okay. Um, so then I had my first show January 2016. It was like, it was the 21st, so it was like a few days after my birthday. So it was like a launch birthday party fashion show, um, and. It was kind of insane and <laughs> completely overwhelming um the amount of people that showed up and showed out and support.
1: Yeah, that's beautiful. Um, everyone came out.
0: Everybody. Like okay. it was it was sick. And so like now I'm just working on I, you know, commission my work and I work with clients from time to time and I'm currently working on my second collection and um at the last October, I was a part of a pop up shop and I kind of created a collection of signature tops. Mm-hmm. So your signature tops. And I was thinking that the, I haven't done that in a while. I was hoping to do more pop up shops, but I'm going to try to do a second round of those this October. Um, so,
1: oh, so a couple weeks away. Yeah, hopefully.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah, <Okay>. hopefully. <laughs> all right, all right. But yeah, Sometimes so, you
1: got to just put it out there exactly. and hold it's, yourself it's to it. It's going to happen. Yeah, exactly. It's going to happen. Exactly.
0: And then season two, I know people have been waiting for years for this second show. And literally every time I see somebody, like, when are you having this? When is this fashion? I'm just like, it's going to hey, happen. Hey, look,
1: D'Angelo <laughs> took 20 years to drop that second album. <laughs> you, you, know. got you. you got time. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. He took a solid 20. Yeah. You got time. So.
0: <laughs> So really, that's, I mean, that's it now. Um, I, I've, fashion has always been a huge part of my life. Um, and as a fat girl, it's it was really hard and challenging to find things that I like that fit my body, that made me look and made me feel special. And I just love the opportunity to be able to do that for women of all different sizes and shapes and all that kind of stuff. But like
2: mm-hmm.
0: most importantly for me, like to be able to have a thought in one night. Of this dress that I want, and the next day be able to create it, it's and like, it's there in the and real it's world. There, exactly. Yeah, that's it's, a, that's always fun. it's crazy. Yeah. It's so sick. So
1: so hey, one of these days I might be shooting one of your runway shows. Absolutely,
0: you in no. Milan, <laughs>
1: Paris. Just fly me out. That's all. I'm trying to get flued out okay. professionally.
0: I see what you're trying uh, to put down. Yeah. All right, okay. I'm okay, to get okay. I hear out. you. Yes, we'll, we'll absolutely <laughs> make that happen. But yes, yeah, speaking of shooting shows, mm-hmm. you and your camera. How did how did that union start?
1: That's a good question, isn't it? Um, I've oh, well, I guess I'll start all the way, all the way back, kind of yeah. like you did. Um, I've always been into the arts. Um, even as a child, I enjoyed music. Um, I played, I think, four instruments growing Can up. Can we?
0: Because I didn't know any of this. You didn't know it, that. No,
1: you see, this people, you don't even know me. You I, see this? <laughs> Come I thought, on, friend. I thought she was my friend. Don't do that, friend. <laughs> I do know you. I played the clarinet, the violin, the Upright bass, like the orchestral bass. Uh, did I leave something out? No, it was three. I said four. Early. Wow. Three. Yeah. And
0: so if I give you any of these instruments right now, could you?
1: Always been a minute. <laughs> the clarinet. Well, that's the thing. I, I always um, I always played by ear.
0: Okay. Oh. I had
1: a hard time, and this is just the story of my life. I had a hard time with the discipline of sitting down and following sheet music. And really? Learning the notes okay. and playing from what was on the page. I just played a lot by it, especially like when it came to like well, if I was playing at church. Uh-huh. I didn't play with sheet music. I hear uh, whatever this "How Great Thou Art." Uh-huh. I hear it a few times. And then you're good. Fumble with it a little bit, on, and then I've got it down nice. without necessarily needing to read the music. Um, but yeah, so I, I, I was always into the arts. I enjoyed art class as a kid. Yeah. I was a terrible like painter or like artist yeah, in that uh-huh. sense. Still enjoyed it though, right. and it always spoke to me. Um, so I've always had an eye for photography. And I think for me, when I look back on it now, I think that was because of the foundation I had consuming art as a child and also into adulthood. Oh, I love going to museums. Okay. I love going, um, yeah, all, all that. And, and all did you that... do a lot
0: of that when you like with your family or on your own? No,
1: not so much with the family. I think just more so on my own. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And And a lot of that, a lot of those you know, mindless walks through museum halls have definitely made their way into my work in terms of how I shoot people because mm-hmm. photography is really just painting in a mm-hmm. different form mm-hmm. if you think about it. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, and a lot of the way uh, you see posing, especially in portraiture and photography, a lot of that is rooted in classic um, like painting. physical painting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, if you look at them side by side, it's almost identical. Right. Um, but anyhow, yeah. So that the, I've always been into the arts. I didn't always feel like it was supported in my house, because mm. I mean that's not, that's just the reality of having African parents. <laughs> and I think it's probably not even African. I think it's just a, a a black experience yeah. wherever you are on the diaspora. Just you have three options:
0: Let's be real it's practical, doctor, this shit, yeah. lawyer,
1: engineer. Maybe teacher, those okay. four. Okay. That's it. Okay. If you're trying to do anything outside of that, they're not really here for that, or they're going to keep asking you, about, "Are you sure that's what you yeah, want to yeah, do?" Because yeah, 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 yeah. I know I I ended up falling in love with aviation as a kid. I knew from like 10 or 11 that I wanted to become a pilot, and I remember getting pushed back like, "Oh, even you for sure? that, yeah, oh, yeah." Because wow. yeah. that's not one of yeah, the four. That's true. It's, like it's, it's something completely out yeah. of the you know the normal. Um. Scope of what black parents CS want for successful. their kids, yeah, yeah. for sure. Because um, when I was in high school, yeah. I, I I I had the opportunity to take a film product a TV production and a film class in high school.
2: Okay,
1: um, I was lucky to have even have that at my high school, Um and I remember considering that as like a plan B. Like uh-huh. if I didn't go to school for aviation, I would go to school for i will go to film school. Got it. But I remember just kind of talking to myself and be like yo it was a hard enough sell <laughs> for the getting them on board yeah. for the aviation <laughs> if I if I switch it up now like my junior senior year it's to start talking about yeah. film school and being an, an artiste mm-hmm. they just gonna look at me like I'm just wrong crazy yeah. yeah um I mean and I, I, I try not to live my life with regrets I don't regret that decision because I was very passionate about aviation I still am I, I miss flying most days um but there are times where I'm like, damn, I wonder, mm-hmm. I wonder where my life would have mm-hmm. been if I had gone to film school. Because one of my really good friends, Aaron, in high school, he ended up going to film school. Okay, um, but you know, that's just how that's how yeah. life that's how life goes sometimes. But I'm I, I mean,
0: you can still pick up the camera. Oh, yeah, in yeah. another different in a different, different way. Type of camera, yeah. And
1: the, and that's the one thing I've enjoyed about my the creative side, and just just even in life in general, I feel like everything that you do plays into. A, the bigger narrative of your story yeah. they're all chapters in your autobiography your future autobiography you yeah. know what I mean so like even the name Oscar Bravo which is what I have for my photography that's a nod back to my flying days um, I don't know have you heard of like the military alphabet yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so uh, my nickname is OB. so the O is Oscar B is Bravo Got I it. put those oh. together so uh, people who know like military people people yeah. know they they usually pick up on it Okay. otherwise people are like wait where, where, where what's that, come that from? mean yeah um, but the ph- with the photography specifically, I watched a documentary uh, February of 2016. That thought it was interesting. Yours was January 2016 yeah. when you had your your launch. That's kind of when um, the photography thing was born for me. It was early 2016. I watched a documentary called Every, Everybody's Street" that profiled the lives and work of some of New York's most iconic street photographers, and I just fell in love. I was like, "Yo, this is just amazing!" Mm-hmm. Just be- seeing how they viewed the world and how they were able to capture that in their photography um and 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 having just moved to new york just being a few months into living in new york i was like this is this would be a great way for me to see the city uh-huh. walk mm. around kind of get out there for sure so my photography really started with street photography okay. like if you look at some like my first first stuff it was street photography and i'm trying to get back to that a little bit um and because also I told myself that year, one of my New Year's resolutions that year was to do something, to pick up a new hobby or do something different every year. Okay. So early that year, I actually picked up uh, voice acting classes. Okay. Because uh, I was working at T-Mobile at the time. Customers, friends all the time. Oh, you have a good voice. You sound mm-hmm. like you have a voice for radio. I mean, they look where yep, you are yep, now. Yep, yep. And I was like, you know what? I'm tired of y'all saying this shit. Not in a bad way, but like, let me just, let See me try it out. Up. Yeah, exactly. Sign up for a voice uh, acting class, and that was a dope experience. I have a demo somewhere out there. Now that, <laughs> now that we have a few of these episodes, <laughs> I'm going to start hitting a few people up. Like, yo, Pop 105, what's good?
2: Oh, my goodness. Hot 97, yes. what's good?
1: <laughs> yeah. I, what's the country station? I'll jump on there. <laughs> you Where, whoever's cut me. me a check. <laughs> um, but no, so I, I really was just trying to push myself to get out of my comfort zone. And 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 really tap into my creativity more, um so photography ended up being what I ended up pursuing more. Mm-hmm. And probably about a year in, I really th- sat down. I was like, you know what? I, I wasn't really happy with where I was at my job at the time, and I was like, you know what? This this could be something I pursue and just yeah. see where it goes. And you know, obviously, there was a lot of fear and 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 hesitation involved with it, but. My mentor who was actually the, the the person who I took my first photography class with. Was like, sometimes you just have to make the leap. That's it. Because there's never a time, and that that flies against my core. Everything as a planner is- <laughs> and wanting to have everything exactly. figured out. Yep. That inner Capricorn was just like, nah, bro, you this ain't me. it. This is, yeah, this ain't it. But um, but no, I I I, I definitely pushed. Up against, it. I was like, you know what? Let's just see where this goes. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm still on the earlier side, I would say, with photography being a career. Um, I'm not at the position where I'm shooting full time or where I'm making my entire livelihood from photography. Right. But that's absolutely the goal. For sure. Um, yeah. So that's a little bit of the photography wow. story. But what I wanted to say though, because I'm sure, I feel like you probably have some creative outlets that maybe some people don't know about. What else was besides the fashion or the, is there other stuff you're into?
0: Um, so, like you, I think I mentioned earlier, I've been doing a lot of uh, production work. Okay. So and I'll what th- does
1: that mean? Well, I hear that and yeah. I don't know if I have a, a good sense of what that means. So what does I've that been,
0: mean? I mean, event production? Event production. Okay. Um But also, also f- like fashion event production. So, I've been working on a lot of like, the creation of fashion shows. So there's actually this. Oh,
1: and I know there's a lot that goes into that. I've I've seen a few. Yeah. Yeah. So it's,
0: um, I, I, I actually met a wonderful woman that I, I used to do a a lot of styling with like styling for photo shoots, Mm -hmm. um, assisting her. Um, and she connected me with another wonderful black woman, who um, is starting her own company to do a lot of fashion production cool. so I think she used to work for Macy's and she would help with a lot of the events that they were hosting for like you know designers and other fashion houses that they were that were in Macy's um, and so she's now trying to do her own thing mm-hmm. um, and so we're working on I think I, I posted last year or earlier this year sometime of this bridal shoot that I was working on mm-hmm. so producing that and now we have another one coming up next next week, October 5th. Okay. Yeah.
1: You booked and busy. Uh, honey, we I trying. I'm trying to get like you when I grow trying. up. Trying. So, <laughs> and it's
0: really fun because, because I have um, like 10 years experience in event work. And this love for fashion, like kind of combining those two things together, mm-hmm. is always really exciting. Even this, like this podcast, is mm-hmm. I, I would consider it a creative outlet yep. for myself. And if I, I would, I'm not speaking for you, but I think that it is for you as well. Oh yeah, for sure. And so, like, just having the opportunity, like, and this was something that I was terrified to do.
1: what? What's that?
0: This being on, on air and having oh, people okay. hear about my life the and my thoughts and all of that Nooks and kind crannies of, stuff. of your life? Yeah, because I don't... I I mean, I, I, I would consider myself a very private person. Like, I don't
1: yeah. do and
0: a lot.
2: This was um, hard people. for me, too. And
0: so, like, <laughs> just opening this door has really been such a, a meaningful thing for me personally, mm-hmm. and not only in fostering our friendship, mm-hmm. but, like, just being okay with letting people in
2: yeah, is, yeah,
0: it has been really hard for me um, and so it's been exciting to kind of think about fun and engaging ways to kind of make this special for our listeners
1: yeah for um, sure and I feel like for me I'm like now that the door is open
0: but you the same motherfucker talking about you don't want to talk. I know, I know. And that's, I was like, Oh, that's not gonna work. Is the no, thing. no, 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 not in that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, but 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 honestly, I feel like now that the door is open, it's just yeah. like y'all just gonna y'all gonna hear everything. Yeah, gotta, and it's
0: so funny because like it's I,
1: freeing in that sense. Yes, yeah. and I
0: think that it's kind of starting to want to trickle its way in other aspects of my life. Okay, and, and that's good. So I it's, want spil- to, it's spilling over. I want to allow it to, but yeah. I think that I, there's still a little bit in me okay. that's like, oh, I don't
1: know. Yeah, yeah, baby steps. Yeah. Paso y paso as they yeah. say in Spanish.
0: But what but what about you? Are there other things um, that you that you get your hands into?
1: I love poetry. Yeah. I love poetry. Let's-
0: Talk about
1: oh why well, your face lit up what was because that?
0: Because <laughs> uh oh my friend is very talented. I'm okay, he writes very beautiful things that he shares with me from time to time.
1: I put some on the on the interwebs. Yeah, and Instagram I need my
0: bro to fucking do like uh, <laughs> an open mic something. I did
1: one a few weeks ago. Okay, well, it was like uh, probably like a month or some change. But
0: now. like I want to be there next time. I got
1: you. <laughs> well, you know I had to just I had to get it out right. first without right. an audience or right. without people. I know, let me put it that way. Um, But yeah, I've always loved poetry, uh, reading it, writing it. I'm trying to get more consistent with it and doing it more often. And where I'm at now, um, a lot of the stuff I've done has been not necessarily for me, but it's not something I've like put out there in the world. Right. But now I'm in a position where I feel like I want to perform and get into that side of it more. Okay. But you know, the conversation we've had about I just don't want to be reading off my phone. I, it hits different it when does, you go to a slam there, and they're just doing it off the dome. It's a whole different But there are also plenty
0: of slams that you and I have been to together where people are doing just, no, I mean, I, I would prefer it not to be on the I phone. Know. I would love even just a piece of paper. Okay. But I think that it's okay. Or yeah. in a journal or something like that. I think Maybe that I need it's to fine. Maybe let that go. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely.
1: Okay. Well, y'all might get an invite to, Yeah. To well, next no, nigga.
0: One. I will. Next oh, one. okay. Because I was like, hold up.
1: <laughs> Why am I getting this third person video?
0: <laughs> yeah, I need to be in the space. But yes,
1: so I was um, very proud of you when yeah, you did that. So I would say poetry is definitely one of them. Um, what's a, What are some other outlets? Uh, that, I'd say that's the big one. And then I'm trying to find my way back into music. Maybe I, one of these days, what does that mean? when I got a little extra from, P- from playing the Czech. instruments again? Yeah, maybe oh, okay. buy me a little clarinet, yeah. buy me a little bass, and just get back into it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because that, that's one thing I've found is it's and I've it, and read this somewhere. I heard it. Um It wasn't an article. Don't come to me. <laughs> we're not bringing that energy. I was like, we Season haven't two. heard article yet. <laughs> not yet. That's the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> I saved that for the next. one Okay. Um, shit. What was I going to say?
0: Oh, that you read or you heard something about the benefits of being creative. Is that where you were leading?
1: Yes. All right. That. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um. Again, old I'm folks. Listening. You know, this this life over thirty. It's okay. Oh, you oh, stop, shut. <laughs> <you> stop again. <laughs> <laughs> stop getting things one year stop, stop. older my knees going bad okay um but basically how a lot of adulthood is really just getting more in touch with things that you loved as a child uh-huh. and that really that really resonated with me okay. cuz i've i've noticed that in myself where a lot of the stuff that i'm trying to get back into stuff that I was doing like as a kid or as yeah, a teen Yeah, and, you know once, uh, like for music is a good example it's just once I got to high school you don't want to be a band kid in high school at least I didn't that wasn't cool it wasn't I cool was, to be a band kid my you school, know what I'm saying none of my
0: schools ever had any like maybe we had an art class that was it
1: no, no music program. No music program. Damn,
0: no. Damn. And I mean, I think I don't know.
1: That's the case at a lot at, yeah, of the schools too. It's, a, it's, it's, a, it's unfortunate. unfortunately, yeah. yeah.
0: Um When I went to was when I was in high school, we had we had a choir. Okay, but and can you I, say? Let
1: me find out. Let me find out.
0: And so I was in chorus and. um and that was really great. I, I mean I I can carry a tune, but I'm not out here belting. I got
1: you. You know what I'm you saying. You want the lead solo. No no no. no All no. right. Keep me in a bag All, All right. right. <laughs> All
0: right. Um, but yeah, like there were there wasn't a lot of opportunity for us to kind of explore those things. So I was always so jealous of like, I would love to have been a band geek in fucking yeah. high school. Absolutely. Yeah. My my daddy played the trumpet. Okay. And so I was like, always, I was like, okay, well, can you teach I me? Wish I
1: could met I know. Like he was an eccentric dude. He,
0: he was a special, trumpet special
1: Fashionista. He killing the game. Um, <laughs> I mean, he had his,
0: you know, he was you know, I like that. Hey, we ain't we, perfect. We're not, we're we ain't not. Perfect. You're absolutely right. But um, yeah, so like, I, like every time like, you watch like, those stereotypical high school uh, movies and stuff and you see the bands or like cheerleaders and majorette I always wanted to be a fucking majorette oh my god uh-huh. I feel like my life would have definitely been completely different <laughs> <laughs> if I could have just you had been a to- girl. <laughs> girl you have no
2: idea
0: <laughs> um but yeah so like all of that stuff I think you know I at least for me I feel like I've had to kind of create for myself because it wasn't afforded it wasn't available yeah.
1: yeah yeah well I will say this um I uh, see, I didn't have the article this time you did I and did. and there's one that it was a quote that really stuck out with me because there's science behind this stuff mm-hmm. like the, there's actually there's actual benefits to your health and to your wellness when you tap into your creative side or Absolutely. or you invest in finding like a hobby um and the and the researchers found that having a creative hobby can boost brain activity, help individuals cope with stress, and promote overall wellness and positivity mm mm-hmm. For those who have convinced themselves that they're not creatives, these benefits might seem out of reach. But when you redefine the meaning of creativity, the possibilities become endless. And that that that's yeah. that, that I think that was good.
0: And in that same article, like and that's where I got the Excel example. Because okay. e- like, anything that you like there's a there's a question here about like how to find your creative outlet. Mm-hmm. Um and they have a number of questions that
1: oh yeah rattle if you want. because um, this might help some people yeah. who are maybe a little nervous about you Getting know into tapping it, into it for or, sure yeah, yeah, so yeah.
0: Um, it's like to discover your creative outlet um, your creative medium might not yet be clear it may be something that you can glean over in your life or something that you excel at but that you take for granted mm-hmm. um, so in order to pinpoint your, uni- your new y- unique excuse me creative outlet try asking yourself these starter questions um, what gives you meaning What brings you joy? What makes me unique? Uh, What do my friends love about me? What do I daydream about? And I think you even said that earlier about, like, this was something that wasn't going away. You Mm -hmm. kept thinking about Mm -hmm. photography. You kept thinking about, you know, exploring art in this way. And that's this very same thing for me when it came to fashion. Before I started Yurinchi, it was like, regardless, I can, like, there are times where I will wake up in the middle of the night with a thought of, a skirt or a oh, dress same, or whatever like, and I just have yeah, to start you yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying so it's like yeah. this thing was not leaving me mm-hmm. this thing regardless if I decided to turn this into a business or pursue it uh, professionally I was never going to stop doing it yep. that's probably something that you should really be paying attention yeah, to. yeah
1: if you have something like that that's nagging in your yep. mind like yep. I really I really want to do this or really want to start this project yeah do it yep yeah. my
0: mom as y'all know is still staying with me
1: <laughs> your, your roommate <laughs> shut the fuck
0: up <laughs> um, and I, I, she mentioned and I don't think that I've ever even realized this but like there was one time that I was I was very upset mm. and I think that I was just like frustrated and you know annoyed and all of those things and like I literally was like laying on my couch just pissed like mm-hmm. I wasn't talking to her or anything and then I just got up and I started cutting fabric and then like everything kind of just floated away and I mm. got really light and she and I started engaging and we're laughing about what was on TV yep. or whatever and she's like can I say something to you because I think that she still thought that I was like still a little pissed right. off and she was like
1: hey, don't, <laughs> and I was like yeah what's don't up kill me.
0: and she was like did you realize that it you you were very upset earlier but mm. you didn't you didn't let go of whatever was bothering you until you started sewing things, mm. and I was like, I it didn't even register to me. But like this is that's my happy place. That's that's, that's place. what yeah. brings me joy. That's I can relate what, to that. You know, and so I I would love for you like when you have a camera in your hand and you're out here snapping, or if you're working on an event like, or it, does it even have to be something that you know specific? Is it kind of just like?
1: Oh no, and that and there's actually science behind what you're talking about. It's called a uh, it's called flow. Have you ever heard of that? No. Basically, uh, psychologists have have done studies on people who excel at whatever they do, whether it's athletes, uh, whether it's musicians, artists, um, and where they, they talk about that space that people get to. It's called flow, where you're doing stuff, um, you're kind of like on autopilot. Uh-huh. You're not thinking about what you're doing. Uh-huh. You know, like if we're talking about Kobe, he's not thinking about he's going to step left and then... Cross over right, to the right, right and then right, jump. Right. It comes natural. You're in a state of flow. Okay. you you're, you've you're at a point of mastery in whatever it is you're doing, um and not even necessarily mastery. You're just in that zone. That zone you're okay. in that space mm-hmm. where you're able to just put all of your energy and focus and attention into whatever, whatever you're doing, you're doing. Uh-huh. and everything else kind of just Disappears, falls out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can definitely relate to that with photography, and that's why people think I'm joking when I say it, and um, I mean, it might be a little bit imposter syndrome, and we're we gonna talk about oh, that soon. <laughs> but and I'm not, and I and I mean it when I tell people, like most times when I'm shooting, I'm not thinking about what I'm doing. I'm uh-huh. not thinking about moving this or, to a certain extent. But there's also part of it that's just innate to, in a certain right. sense, where right. I might see something, I might see someone walk by, like if when like for example, when I'm at Afropunk, or I'm taking. Uh, Um, street portraits I'll see someone walk by and I'll see something in a way that maybe this would be an interesting way to capture them and when I walk up I just kind of do what I have to do but there wasn't a lot of thought that went into Uh that uh Um, or times when I've been out and I'm doing like uh, um, street photography hours will go by you just walk in you just you know seeing what catches your eye and then and boom. next thing you know 4 hours have gone by 5 yeah. hours have gone by or same when I'm editing yeah you know that shit I forget to eat when I'm editing <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah because you're so much <laughs> so in I'm that just zone. in the zone yeah. yeah um so I and I, so I think it's great that you brought up that point because for people looking for ways to kind of de-stress we live in New York mm. the sound the noise Everything. work yeah. relationships family it can be a lot and and I've found that my creative outlets whatever they are afford me that escape that yeah. ability to kind of get out of that and get to a different space where you're kind of above that absolutely yeah yeah
0: for sure mm-hmm. oh boy
1: so yes what are you leaving the good people with
0: i what i want on
1: this episode what
0: i want to leave y'all with is to explore that um
1: so talk to me i'm i'm someone who has something i've been thinking about getting yeah. into i've been nervous. People telling me I should just stick to my day job. What, what's your advice for me? I,
0: I, well, fuck those people. Agreed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I think that you got to just give yourself the permission to try. Mm-hmm. I think that, um, and I think you had mentioned this earlier about, is there something that you regret? And a small part of me does kind of regret not maybe not going to FIT or a fashion school right out of high school okay. Um, and not really exploring, not taking so long to kind of explore this thing that has always been so much a part of my life. A
1: part of your story.
0: Because I felt like just like you and you know, our African parents who I know had worked very hard for me to, be the person that I am and kind of wanting to repay them. They didn't by, do all
1: that for you to become a seamstress. They right? did it. <laughs> that's, that's how they would look at it. I didn't come, and I didn't cross you know, all these it's, lands.
0: It's so crazy <laughs> because, like, my I didn't, I don't think my mom was like, she's a hundred thousand percent behind me now. But I there was a small part of her that was like, okay, this is real cute that you do it. You know, on the side. Until Mm -hmm. I started making some killer shit. And then she was like, oh, oh, I want that, too. And I want that, too.
1: folks still haven't come around.
0: No, they will. Yeah. They will. But didn't they come to your show? They did. Yeah. They did.
1: And that was something that bothered me for a while. And I I had this conversation with my sister when I was in Texas uh, earlier this year in April. And I think she's the one who kind of like. Pushed them. Yeah, yeah. Because she's a lot tighter with my mother than sure, I am. Sure. Um and I was telling her how like it really bothered me that I had this thing that I was investing in and putting my energy into and when I was inviting friends and family as particularly family being you know like my my parents my brother's been out to a few of my shows just never n- Show not make that, the yeah. trip sorry can't make it no you know this that and and that that doesn't feel good doesn't, you know and no. and and for someone who I kind of pride myself in in not always feeling like I need people's validation or yeah. or really giving a fuck what people think about yeah. me. I still do, <laughs> especially, especially those especially, two people. Especially, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's been a challenge for me, but I think I'm now at a place where. I know that this is going to be something that I own and that I have to make work for myself, that's it. not in spite of them, but even without necessarily having their full, sure. you know, badge of support.
0: And I think that that that's a, that's so much that's courage because I think a lot of times when you're and I can I can even as somebody who's been doing this sewing thing for twelve years, it's like getting other people's input,
2: mm-hmm. letting.
0: Letting people tell you in their own ways that what you're doing is right. Like, you're not fucking up. Mm-hmm. This is not a mistake. Mm-hmm. You're trying this thing. It's different. It's a little outside of the realm of what other people are doing, but you're good. Like, you want to know that. You want to know that you're okay. Yeah. That, like, that this is gonna work out and yep. that you have people that are behind you or that are gonna support the you. Support, yeah. All of that kind of stuff. And sometimes you get it and sometimes you don't. And but I think that when it is something that cannot leave you. Yeah. When yeah, it is something just that is just so in like it's it's so innate in mm-hmm. you to pursue this thing that regardless if you get the love if you don't if you get it or if you don't get it that you give yourself the opportunity to try yeah and I don't think that there's a better time in society for people to kind of just do things
1: particularly where we live in New York especially in New York there's an outlet for anything and everything <laughs> you're into yeah so you will find a community you will find yep. someone else who's into that yep. yeah and
0: so and I think that I just want people to especially young people but even older people older people who like I have a beautiful friend who was an amazing writer and we try to get her to, to or like she's just like her the way that her mind works is really beautiful and we're always like, you know, pushing her to mm-hmm. start a blog or start a podcast. That's like or me something. and my mom. Like we
1: need to get you a hobby. Something. something.
0: And not and not it's not a hobby. Like she's incredibly talented oh, she and it, is. it would okay. be a it would be a benefit for all of us. And I think that there's something inside of her that's like keeping her away from okay. pursuing this and so I'm trying to push her a little bit little by little but I just want you guys to, to know that there is until you're in the ground there's opportunity for you to do whatever it is that is on your heart and your spirit to do and I just want people to give themselves the opportunity to try
1: yeah yeah and and for me the the two quick last things I'll leave people is like don't be afraid to start small yep. Like like we just <laughs> talked about being yes. here in New York Sign up for a class. Yep. Sign up for a pottery class. Yep. Sign up for an art class. Sign yep. up for voice, whatever it may be, just to try it out. Mm-hmm. It's 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 not it's not big stakes. You're not you haven't invested a ton of money into yeah. it. I think that's the best way to kind of if you're still not sure what this outlet might be for you, is just to explore and give yourself some room to try things that maybe are outside of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Um, and secondly, I would say for the people who do have children. Um, or even for those of us who don't and maybe we're entering that chapter of our life in the next couple of years is definitely make sure that we're allowing fertile ground for children to express themselves Absolutely. creatively and and not necessarily steering them to what we think is best for them for sure. or what we want them to do. Absolutely, Giving them the room. If they want to do something weird and zany that, that maybe you don't get, <laughs> but that speaks to them, yeah. give them that space because yep. I, I, I feel like that would have made world of difference for me and i know yeah. a lot of other people as well because one thing i always think of is like think of about the wealth and and the uh, that we have now uh, or that we've always had really of of black artists yeah it's beautiful yeah. it's amazing the the talent very talented now stop and think how many we how Could many pieces had. of art yeah. or pieces of music or pieces of photography or work that we'll never see yeah. because you know these these children were not given that space to to tap into that yeah so for sure no, that would be that would be yeah, my last right. little and I cents. think
0: a lot of us have had similar upbringings as yourself mm-hmm. regardless of you know your ethnicity and mm-hmm. so just remember how that felt like when you were yeah. kidding your parents weren't rooting for receptive you receptive and exactly, supportive yeah like let's let's you know let's, let's not that. do that <laughs> break those <laughs> that cycles like well thank you guys so much for listening to uh, the. we're back y'all yep we're back with the bag back we, so, we are so um this is season two of
1: lots of good things in store. <laughs> we are Got some guests coming up. Yes. might LB, be a live LB's show to, coming he's up. To Ooh, yeah, did you yeah, hear that? I live? put that out there. Oh
0: my god! So you're gonna hold
1: us to it. Oh might my be a god. live taping <laughs> episode at some point, right? Um, might get an event bright.
0: Invite. invite coming your way <laughs>
1: so yeah I, was, I had to put that out there it you did. what happened and
0: you're absolutely right yep. he was talking about that for a long time so <laughs> we're definitely gonna make that happen soon but we're back y'all uh it's it's work bay you guys can follow us at work bay pod on instagram feel free to send us an email at workbaypod at gmail.com uh we are so excited uh like obi said for season two you guys definitely stick around and uh, we'll see you next time. And
1: hire us. I think we'd be remiss if we went this whole episode. Oh, yeah. And didn't tell people <laughs> <laughs> to fucking hire us. I was about to sign off. I was like, hold up. I, hold up, <laughs> <laughs> I <didn't have> words. <laughs> <laughs> Book. Us,
0: that's right.
1: If you need a little something drawn up, got, made up. we
0: both got uh personal Instagrams. You want to give them do. your your uh your Oscar Bravo yeah, Instagram? It's uh
1: the, the handle is Oscar Bravo and that's with zeros instead of O's. Yep. Um, yeah, p- book us.
0: Yes, you can I find need me at Zemanis.
1: I, <laughs> <laughs> I
0: am Uranchi. That's I A M Y I R E N K Y I. Um, that's my uh Instagram yep. and that's also my website. Yep. If you see something that you like, if you've thought about something that you want to create, hit, hit your girl up. Yep. My brother will take a picture for all of your events, I your event needs. Yep, uh, We out here in these streets. Yes, book us.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right, catch uh, you guys but later. We'll
0: definitely see you guys next time.
1: Bye. Have a good week.
2: Come,